Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to another uh, Higher Education podcast, which is um, some a short podcast podcast I do every uh, Tuesday uh, that just deals with uh, gear and techniques and things and questions people ask me. Uh, I had a few questions uh, I was going to answer today, but my, uh, the internet's not working, so I can't find them. So um, I had a question about winter camping, sort of mountaineering camping um if i had any sort of tips and things uh i would probably i'd say that when you're uh on a, like an expedition or um you know like in the re- in a really kind of wild kind of place and if you're using a tent like ideally you want to be using a hut or using a, a snow hall or something um, but if you are using a tent then uh it's really important that your tent doesn't get destroyed or be blown away and there was a really great video on youtube of uh, a guy who went camping on uh, ben nevis uh, it's on my facebook somewhere and his uh, t- his tent blew away which was very very funny but he was very honest about he was a complete fuckwit basically not in a nice way um so yeah so losing your losing your tent is uh is um a, a big thing like not to lose your tent now a tent is like a, a if you know it's basically like a giant kite uh, it's basically designed as to be... If you wanted to build something that could get blown away, then it would build something that looked like a tent uh, or the inside of a tent with the door open. It just, like, fills with fills with wind and, like, flies away. So the the, the two points where your tent is probably going to get blown away, um, uh, apart from where the, if it's really, really bad and you're inside it and there's a big storm, it might get blown away with you inside it, which does happen, uh, is putting it up and taking it down. So... A very uh, a very good technique is um, is uh, is first of all like just get rid of the stuff sack uh, if you're if you're camping. Ideally, if you're winter camping, because uh, because you're on snow, you want to be using uh, like a pulk or a sledge or something. Um, but I, I generally I generally get away from this idea of like stuffing the tent into this uh, 
the stuff bag. Uh, even when you're sort of mountaineering, you have like a small like bivouac tent. You're often best like folding the tent up uh, so it fits, you know, like a like a, a box. Like so, you know, you fold it into so it's actually the same sort of size as the uh, the space it's going to go inside your uh, inside your rucksack. But um, so what you want to do is on the the rear of the tent uh, on one of the on one of the guy points, uh, you want to like attach uh, like a long piece of uh, cord, like something that you can easily identify um like if it's like the kind of cord you ha- has flex in it so it glows in the dark like that's like ideal um it doesn't have to be like super thick but it wants to be quite strong so uh like three mil dyneme or something in fact all the all the guys on a winter tent are, are, are generally it's quite good to have like extend them out because what you uh in winter you're gonna you're not using tent pegs um like even like those tent those like uh, pegs for like snow pegs are uh, uh, you know they're they're okay to a point, but you're generally not using like a tent peg, you're using like a snow stake. Like you're putting them like a dead man. You're like putting them um, sort of flat into the snow. Like a anyway. So yeah, so having having extending all the guy light, all the uh, the um, uh, what do they call those things <laughs> on the tent? Um, not the guy lines. Um, Anyway, the the webbing on the tent that you that you put the tent pegs through, uh, uh, extending all those is quite good. Uh, like sometimes, uh, like four mil um, bungee cord is quite good to put on those because then you can put them around uh, rocks. Uh, like if you're if you're bivo- if you're camping on somewhere on the ground's actually very sort of mossy or very got a lot of air in it and you're uh, and it's frozen. Uh, uh, there's a good chance if there's really really strong winds, then the, the, all your guy all your guy points will get pulled out anyway and you pretend to fly away. So ideally, you want to have the tent secured uh, to like rocks or you know that kind of thing. So having being to be, extending out the um, the, uh, the 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 guy points is a, is a is kind of a good idea. But anyway, one of them wants to be quite long and uh, easy to identify, and this is going to be like your primary attachment point and this will be the first thing you attach before you get the tent out and it's going to be the last thing you detach before you put the tent away and you have it like sticking out of the of the tent of when the tent's like uh, packed away so it's so it's so you can connect it to a ski or like a like bamboo is you know like a one meter length of bamboo it doesn't have to be super thick but that um uh they make really good sort of snow anchors. Um, skis make really good snow anchors. If you're using a ski, you want to make sure that the the edges of the ski are like facing the tent. Otherwise, the edges will like cut the cut the cord, which is probably not 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 ideal. So you have this um, this piece of cord sticking out, and you uh, uh, like ide- ideally what you want to do. Like the best kind of winter tents are the the tunnel tents. Where you have, where you can just insert the poles, and the poles can also be like pre-inserted, uh, you know, so like a hilly bag kind of tent. Um, because what you, with those kind of tents, you can uh, you can roll them up. So once you take the poles out, you just kind of roll the tent up, and the and the tent's like in a big long sausage, and you can strap it into a pole. You can actually make a just just get some nylon and make a bag for it that you know like a bag that sort of fits it when it's like rolled as a sausage not not like packed up for like selling it in a shop 
So you, uh, the tent is rolled up. Uh, you can do the same if you have like a, a quasar or a, you know, a North Face tent. So you, uh, you roll the tent up. So the tent is rolls towards the back. Um, the reason you do it uh, backwards is you want to have your your back to the wind uh, when you put the tent up. So when the tent rolls out, the the door is facing away from the wind. Otherwise, if you do the other way around. Uh, tent will like billow up and uh, probably fly away so you roll it all you you roll it all up like a sausage uh, and then you have this guy line this sort of security line sort of sticking out of the sausage and then if you want to put it in a smaller space like a pack then you can sort of uh, sort of fold it fold it into like th- you know three or four three or four sections and then um, and then put into a bag or put into the pulk or whatever so the first thing you're going to do is when you uh, deploy your tent, uh, ideally if you're in if you're in like a wintry sort of situation, you want you want to build like a wall behind the tent or have some kind of some kind of shelter. Sometimes you want to be sometimes you actually want to be in a more exposed place because if you're in an exposed place and it snows a lot, then the wind will blow the snow away, so your your tent will get buried. Like if you get into like a dip or a hollow the snow might all just like blow into there and like bury you alive. So you, uh, um, you but usually you're not going to build a wall. Uh, you're going to build a wall after you put the tent up. So the tent's going to have to survive, you know, to begin with. So you get this, you get the tent out, uh, you've got your, uh, your sort of security line. You're going to put something in there like a ski, uh, an ice axe. Uh, you know, you could, you could secure like, a, do like a proper, uh, like a stuff sack or all these kind of things you se- you secure it and then once it's secured then you you have to worry about it s- so much then you're going to put you're going to put the second point in so the tent is like anchored between those two like the the second rear point on the other, on the opposite side and then you're going to s- slowly roll it out and if it's a if it's a tunnel tent as you're rolling it out then you can st- start inserting the pole sections into it uh, if it's a like a geodesic tent you're probably going to have to uh, roll out um, most of it, and then you know, let, then start putting the the pole sections in. Like a little thing about pole sections is, uh, if you're doing, you know, sort of like extreme winter kind of camping, uh, if you you're you're often best like taping up the sections. Like the ideal way to do it is you have a pole where all the sections are gaffer taped gaffer gaffer taped together with this one with one section that isn't so you can f- so the tent is the tent pole is is fully erect and uh you can just break it at one point and fold it in half so if you're on a if you're using a pulk then then that's quite easy the like a like a hillyberg tent uh half the pole halved um is will actually fit quite well on a on a pulk if you have like a geodesic tent or you don't want to you have to carry it on a pack if the pack's quite big you can actually tape up like um like several sections so so instead of like so you have like two sections just like into one section so the pole is about a meter long and again it's worth like making a trying to make a bag so you can you know put that uh, inside all your bags also want to have um sort of a clip-off point that's big enough so you can uh so they don't blow away as well so you can attach everything to everything else so um so that means that when you because when it's like super cold all the the bungee cord doesn't work uh, in the tent poles, so it's very easy for the pole not to snap together. And if a pole's not like fully inserted, then it's got a really good chance of uh, breaking. 
Uh, also, it's like cold, so the metal is more fragile. So you want all your all your pieces to be completely solidly together. Uh, if if they're not, if it's not like you can get some sort of low temperature bungee cord, but if it's like super low, super cold, it's not going to make much difference. So one way to make it more springy is to uh, is to kind of move the pole sections backwards and forwards, like you know, like stretch the bungee really really quickly, and that'll generate some heat, and then the bungee cord will. Um, well, like, should work a little bit better. But manually check all the pole sections before you start inserting them. And uh, so that's why it's good having, having them tipped together. So, so once, you've got, once you've got the pole sections in, you can um, uh, erect the tent. Uh, when, you, when you're putting the tent down, always like, make sure the door is closed. Uh, all the doors and zips are done up, otherwise the wind could get in there and blow the tent away. So you, uh, you know, stick, the, stick the tent out, and in, in like winter winter camping, it's the guy, actual guy lines, not the guys. There's a guy, isn't it? Those things, those tabs. Uh, it's the guy lines which should generally kind of save in your tent. So for those, you want to save your, uh, you know, your best kind of anchor points, like your your skis and things. And uh, and it's quite good to have them all drawing into one to one point, or, or you know, as few points as possible. Uh, the the rear because you've got the rear tent into the wind you want you want that to have the more security uh, but you are going to build like a a wall um, uh, behind the tent uh, the wall doesn't have to be like a ginormous thing but it just has to be enough to block the wind and um, like it's, it's amazing a difference a wall can make uh, around a tent it really is but uh, when you're building the wall make sure the wall is it doesn't have to go all the way around the tent. It can just be in one in one place. But make sure there's a there's a gap between that and the tent because uh, um, you have to be able to walk around the back of the tent to uh, to just walk around and get rid of snow and things. And uh, if it's too close, then basically as the, as the snow's going over the wall, the wind starts slowing down. The snow starts dropping down behind the tent. So you you don't you don't want it like super close to the back of the tent anyway. The tent will always get buried if if the storm if it's really really bad you have to go out and dig it out anyway. So you uh, so when you when you're finishing, uh, you just do the whole thing in reverse. You like take all the take all the uh, first of all clean out the tent. Like you don't want you don't want snow inside the tent because the the snow could sort of melt. Uh, if it's on if your pulk is if your tent is on top of a pulk, it can actually get quite warm. So then if you've got snow inside your tent, it'll melt out. And then you'll have like you know dampness in your tent, which isn't good. So you just uh, always always carry a brush, like a little um, little stiff plastic brush, like they don't weigh anything. Uh, like I think they call them. You can actually get by ones called a tent brush, like a little yellow thing. It's kind of really handy to have. It's really handy for getting the snow off your clothes as well. So you uh, brush all the brush all the snow out, uh, close up the tent. Like that, the actual tent when I'm when I've been doing it, I generally have like a a three millimeter closed cell foam uh, liner that actually um, goes in the base of the inside of the tent, and it's split down the middle with uh, uh, with and it has a gaffer like a gaffer tape sort of seam, so it means that I can actually fold the whole tent and the inner part over on itself, and then start like rolling it up, and that works really well. Um, it just makes a lot. It, like the three the three mil you have this three mil inner sort of tent floor and then you have your your other mats that go on top of there but it just really kind of improves the overall uh, happiness level uh, inside inside the tent so you fold it over 
and then uh, and then just start rolling the tent up. And as you're rolling the tent up, you're taking the gar lines out, you're taking the poles out. Uh, watch out, like poles, like all my poles, I always have a clip. Uh, I always tar, have like a little clip um, loop that's sort of like um, taped into them because if you're on like a steep face or it's like really easy to lose, lose a tent pole. Um, like a tent pole can like slip through your hands if you've got mitts on the things. And like sticking them in the snow, it's probably not a good idea. Like, you know, if, you, if you're trying to pack them up or you want to do something with them, you just like stick them in the snow. But it's quite easy for them to get, um, just get blown out and blown away or uh, get broken or get, get snow inside them and things. So just avoid, avoid doing that. It's like having, a, if you had a rifle, like you wouldn't stick it in the snow barrel down if you weren't using it. It's a pretty bad idea. Uh, so you roll it all up and then eventually you've got this like sausage and you've got, and it's clipped in at one end to a ski or something. And then you either, you know, roll that into itself or you fold it up or you put it into a, into a, into a bag. And uh, the last, the last really good tip for, for winter camping is, uh, like, you really, if winter camping, you really want like an extended porch because you want to be able to take off all your, uh, your snowy clothes and everything else, like in the porch of the tent, uh, not inside the tent. And you don't want to be like taking your clothes off on the outside of the tent when it's like blowing hooly. So like the extended porch tents, like again, like the hilly, the extended like hilly bag. Uh, Exped tents, uh, Hellsport, those kind of basically all the Scandinavian sort of tents that they're really good at making winter tents. Less so like the American, you know, American sort of tents. And but you always want to dig like a, um, you always want to dig like a pit uh, at the at the um, in the porch uh, that you can step down into. Uh, so it means that you when you're sitting inside the porch, uh, you, your ass is sitting inside the tent itself. But your feet are down in in uh, in a pit, so it's much more comfortable. Uh, you don't get cramp and things, and uh, you can sort of cook around there. You can like, and uh, if you do get like a some kind of stove disaster, like the stove that sets on fire, then you can throw it down into the pit, which is going to probably save your save you. So um, so yeah, so that's that's a little uh, higher education. If uh, some tips on uh, winter camping, which is good fun, um, so, but it's all about like preparation. And uh, not going away with boring people who are just, uh, or people who snore and things. So if you ever need more questions or just uh, drop me a line uh, via social media, my website, andykipatrick, blah, 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 dot com. And um, I'll do another podcast on uh, Thursday, Friday. Okay, bye. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, 
Did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.